This is Calm and Cozy, episode 73. You're listening to the Calm and Cozy podcast, a show about learning to love sleep, focusing on rest, finding relief from insomnia, and making time for self-care. I'm your host, Sleep Coach Beth. Hey, thanks for tuning in for the 73rd time. Whew, can you believe it? I've been rambling about sleep for 73 episodes. So this episode's about a topic that's a little controversial in the sleep world. Every sleep coach and sleep professional has a different view. And it's interesting to me that we can all agree on so many things like blue light and circadian rhythm while also disagreeing on this one thing. Should you get out of bed if you can't fall asleep? This episode is going to cover my response to this question. In the next episode, part two, you'll hear from a handful of my really smart sleep coach friends and their opinions. And I'll tell you right now, everyone has a different view on what you should do. And they're all great. There's no right answer here. I hope you know by now that I'm offering ideas that worked for me and new things to try based on what I've learned, while also acknowledging that I don't have all the answers. This is not a case of my podcast, my rules. I'm not going to go all Adam Sandler and the wedding singer on you and scream about being the one with the microphones so you have to listen to every damn word I have to say. Try something knowing it might not work for you. Give it some time. If it doesn't work, try something else. Be willing to do something new and also show yourself some grace in the process. Your sleep issues likely didn't start overnight and they will likely take some trial and error to improve. I talk about what you should do when you can't fall asleep in the while you're supposed to be sleeping section of my book, The Calm and Cozy Book of Sleep. I'm just going to read it for you now because it's already written and why reinvent the wheel, am I right? Should you get out of bed? This is an excellent time to talk about getting out of bed when you can't sleep. If you're going to bed and lying there awake for quite a while, perhaps you're going to bed too early. It should take you about 10 to 15 minutes to fall asleep. If it's taking longer, try moving your bedtime a half hour later. You should be going to bed feeling tired, but the goal is to be tired, not exhausted. Falling asleep within seconds of your head hitting the pillow Sounds like an incredible skill to have, especially if you can fall asleep anywhere, but it could be a sign of sleep deprivation, unless that's typical for you. If it takes you fewer than 10 to 15 minutes to fall asleep, you might want to try going to bed earlier. If you're regularly having problems falling asleep at night or falling back to sleep after an unexpected wake up in the middle of the night, I don't suggest getting out of bed to do something else. Sleep experts have differing opinions on this, and I'm probably going to start a debate, so hear me out before you swear under your breath. I have a few reasons for believing it's best to stay in bed if you can't fall asleep. By leaving your bed, you're telling yourself that sleep is the only goal of being there. You're training your body and your brain to put all your focus on sleep and to retreat if it doesn't work right away. You are placing the expectation on yourself to fall asleep by a specific time, 
a mindset that will most likely result in more anxiety. I want you to be comfortable with resting. I want you to spend time in bed without watching the clock or being hyper aware of how much time is passing. If your reasons for getting up and doing something else are to make you feel tired, then you weren't tired enough the first time or your body and brain need to unwind first. The solutions are to move your bedtime later so you feel tired enough to fall asleep or to use a self-soothing technique to relax your mind. Another reason I don't want you to leave your bed is that only a tiny handful of activities won't push sleep further away than it already is. No doubt your home has many screens you can use to distract yourself and pass the time. Reaching for a bright, glowing, melatonin-blocking screen will hurt your chances of falling back to sleep. The news is full of upsetting stories, and social media can get us riled up and emotional within seconds. Going for a little walk around the house can raise your stress levels if you notice a mess left in the living room or dirty dishes in the sink. It's also possible that a family member or pet could hear you awake in the house and come to join you adding to your list of loved ones you now have to tuck into bed for a second time, including yourself. As someone who has struggled with racing thoughts at bedtime, I know that it only takes a moment of distraction to get your thoughts into a downward spiral. And by staying in bed and choosing to rest, you are eliminating those possible distractions. Rest is the beautiful in-between that you can turn to when sleep isn't happening. And unlike sleep, it's always there when you need it. So what do you think? Does that sound doable? I've heard from a lot of my listeners and readers that staying in bed and focusing on rest has greatly improved their insomnia symptoms. I know it works. And it works for me. I've never left my bed when I couldn't fall asleep. But that doesn't make it right It just makes it right for me. Does the idea of staying in bed and relaxing your mind feel like something you could do without adding to your anxiety? If not, don't do it. Find what works for you. I do want to stress that if you're going to get out of bed, you need to be careful about what you're doing. Please don't scroll on your phone or watch TV. Blue light exposure and feeling sleepy just don't mix. Stay away from screens. In part two, you'll hear some suggestions for what you can do if you do choose to get out of bed. But this episode's all about me and my genius opinion right now, okay? So let's follow up with some practical application. If you're open to staying in bed and focusing on rest, what would that look like? For starters, the key to resting is not being restless. Wiggling around and constantly checking the time, turning your pillow over and hitting it, Generally acting like a toddler who doesn't want to put on their shoes when you're already late dropping them off at daycare is not resting. Be still and rest. Lie still. Be quiet. Get into the most comfortable position for falling asleep because that is the goal. I have a friend who admits he falls asleep sitting up in a chair in front of the TV almost every night. I guess it's Good that he can fall asleep without needing everything to be perfect, but I doubt sleeping like that all night is restful. At some point, he always has to get up and move his tired ass into his bed, 
And is he able to fall asleep right away? Would you be? Many people can fall asleep anywhere except for in their bed. That's not really a good thing. Your brain isn't connecting your bed with sleep. If this sounds like you, it's time for a little reboot. Use your bed for sleep and rest and sex only. And your living room furniture for everything else. When you feel sleepy, get ready for bed and then go straight to bed. Once you're in your bed, prepare for sleep. Be still. Close your eyes. Focus on your breath and rest. Tell yourself calming things like, being in my bed feels so good. And I am so cozy right now. Or I'm going to sleep so well tonight. I know it sounds cheesy, but try it. I mean, it's certainly better than saying things like, well, this isn't going to work, or here we go again. Keep it positive. Another thing to try when you can't fall asleep is focusing on your breath. When a thought comes into your head, which it will, just let it go without a reaction. Thoughts are not facts. You don't have to entertain every thought your brain conjures up. Let it go and go back to your breath. My friend Derek, the life coach for insomniacs, has an episode on letting things go. If you find this especially challenging, it's called Just Passing Through, and it's episode six of his podcast called The Art of Falling Asleep. I love Derek's podcast, and I learn something new every time I listen. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to try staying in bed and focusing on rest when you can't fall asleep. You have two weeks to experiment with this, and then part two will be out with season one guest, Tina Kufaro, season three guests, Dr. Diane Hespel-Johnson and Derek Lacey, and then a sleep coach I haven't had the pleasure of interviewing yet, Lauren Dufel. So this message will self-destruct in 10 seconds. So thank you for listening. Until next time, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep, good night, mama. Pooh.